Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you in. My name's Carly. My name is Carly Aquilino, and I'm your host, and I am reporting to you live from my new apartment that has no furniture in it. So there's going to be an echo, babes. There's going to be an echo. Um, but anywho, very happy to be here. Very happy. Had a, had a stressful, busy, but great week. Um, I moved in early in the week, last week on Tuesday. It's been great. It's been fun. Um, again, thank you guys so much for listening to the Spotify live show called confessions with Carly. You guys can tune in every Thursday from eight Eastern, uh, five Pacific. And we've been doing it. We've been going long. We've been going long. The show's supposed to be an hour and it's been two last week. It was two. And I love that for us. Um, and the girlies are accusing me of being in a relationship because I went on two dates at that point I had been on two dates with a guy and they, and they're calling him my secret husband. And I don't really appreciate the slandering. I really don't appreciate the slandering Robert mommy's working. Yeah, I'm working babes. So that's been really, really fun. We just, we're silly. We're silly. The girlies call in, we chit chat and we love it. Um, we're going to get right into these questions that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. You can always send them in. And if I don't get them right away, I will, uh, you can bump them up. You can resend it, bump it up. Um, let's start from here. Oh my God. Okay. Um, let's just start off with this one. It says hot girl things. Hey babes, there is a list of things that I think are hot girl shit. Number one, putting your hair in a slick back claw clip bun after a hot shower and skincare. Yes. Hottie, hottie alert, hottie alert. Um, shopping at Trader Joe's with canvas tote bags, very sexy, pretty flirty and fly. I agree. Uh, eating Caesar salads. Yes. Listening to Megan the Stallion on the treadmill. Okay, I've never done that because I've never been on a treadmill, but I do love Megan the Stallion. Uh, Olipops and spin drifts. I, I can't lie to you. I think that the hot girls are drinking Olipops, but I'm not one of them. If that classifies you as a hottie, I'm not one of those hotties because I don't like Olipop. I love a spin drift though, and I love a Perrier, and you know, you could put that on my tombstone. I love a Pellegrino, I love a Perrier. Love a spindrift, love the Trader Joe's tall skinnies, whatever they're called, seltzers. Um, and then she says, no further explanations necessary if you know, you know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, let's see. This says, okay. This says, not me being an irrational girly again. Hi, Carly and the precious fur babies. My work life, shout out. Hold on. Oh, wait. Okay, I'm not going to say the name, but shout out to you. Got me addicted to Secret Keepers Club and confessions. I just love you, girly, and I keep tuning in. Oh, well, thank you so much for tuning in. We love it. We'd love to have you. I'm writing in because I don't know why I'm so irrational. I recently, I recently graduated from grad school and became a nurse and got married in the same month. Talk about anxiety. I never thought I'd be... I never thought that I'd be to run to get married and get pregnant right after, but I've been so conflicted. 
Uh, my best friend has the cutest son ever. And I really get baby fever when I'm around them. I spoke to my husband earlier in the summer and said that we wanted to start trying and he kind of freaked out. And since he has a year of school left and wanted to wait till after I was a little upset because I'm 29 and I feel a little pressured, but I understood and decided to apply for a new position and got a new job. Yay. Thank God. Uh, anyways, now I'm here. I'm ready to start my new job slash career. My fiance wants to start trying for a baby in December. I feel like this isn't right uh, to this new place. I'm starting to go in pregnant right away. What are your thoughts? I don't know what to do. Also, I made myself pretty uncomfortable with waiting um, to try and get pregnant until next summer. But whenever I'm really stressed with work or I get super emotional, I get the worst baby fever. Tell me why I'm keeping my Nuvering in, but I just went to Target for prenatal vitamins, XOXO conflicted. I think this is something that we all kind of go through, especially if you were focusing on your job, your school, your career. Um, there is that pressure from, you know, society and from ourselves and our families and stuff like that, that when you get to a certain age, you have to start trying for a baby. And I completely understand that. I think that's super common. And I don't think that you are being irrational at all. I think you're trying to plan as best as you can. Um, but I think but when it comes to children, and again, you guys know, I don't know anything about this, but just from what I've observed and what I think, I think there's really no perfect time to have a kid because no matter what, it's it consumes so much of your time and your life and your energy, of course. So I think that there's never going to be a perfect time because you're never going to have you know, all of the time in the world to devote to having children. So I think when you, it, I think your body's telling you that you're ready. And I think deep down inside, or maybe in the back of your head, you know, like it would be great if it were to just happen, but it, maybe the stress of actually planning it is what's stressing you out the most. Why don't you just say, Hey, we're going to just wipe our hands clean and see what happens. Um, you don't have to force yourself. You don't have to deal with the pressure of trying and, and planning out the days that you can try and all of that stuff. Seeing when you're ovulating, just have fun and, and cross your fingers and hope for the best. And then when it happens, you'll be relieved. You know, that's what I would do. I think I, I wouldn't be able to deal with the pressure of trying to get pregnant. I think that would take all the damn fun out of it. Right. Uh, but no, I don't think you're being irrational at all just follow your heart. There's never a perfect time. There's never a perfect time. Okay. This one says is sexting cheating. Hey, Carly and the pussycats. I love the podcast. Keeps me laughing at my very high stress job. Oh, thank you so much. I have a secret that only my therapist knows. I'll try and keep it short. So I was dating my now husband for three years and we got married a few months ago. We had a surprise baby shortly after our wedding and the year leading up to these events was very stressful to say the least and took a toll on our relationship. Our sex life was pretty much non-existent. About three weeks before the wedding, I looked through his phone, something I've never done before, but I just felt like something was quote unquote off. I found out that there was a pretty long text thread with an unsaved number and it included sexting and him asking her to meet up on a weekend. I was away with the baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm taking a second. I'm taking a bait. Taking a bait vibes. Okay. 
I was absolutely devastated, angry, and hurt. He swore he never did anything and he admitted that it was wrong. He smashed his phone when I confronted him, so I can't go back and see what really happened. He apologized and the weeks leading up to our wedding were full on spontaneous sex. It was so exciting and thrilling and something I haven't felt for so long. After the wedding, um, things slowed down and now we're back to a very minimal sex life. He always says that I'm pretty and I'm beautiful, but it feels like more of a compliment for my coworker than for my husband. I don't have much interest in sex with him either because I'm still hurt about what he did. I'm scared for the future of our marriage if things don't get better. Am I wrong for being hurt over those text messages? It's been almost four months and I'm still struggling with this. Every time I look at his phone, I want to go through it, but I'm too scared about what I'll find. He swears that he would never do anything like this again. And the lack of intimacy on a regular basis is starting to make me think otherwise. Prior to this relationship, I was also cheated on. So my self-esteem is so defeated. Am I wrong for feeling this way? Help kiss your hand on the lips. Uh, and then she gives a fuck, Mary kill that we'll do at the end. So girl, of course, you're not wrong for feeling this way. That is such a betrayal. And that's so hurtful and careless and selfish and shitty uh, for someone to do, especially to somebody that they just had a baby with and they're about to, you know, get married to. What drives me nuts about the whole thing is that he very clearly intentionally smashed his phone in order for you to not be able to read the rest of the text messages or depending on what else you'd find. So that's kind of annoying because there is this thing of like, you never got any closure if you would have maybe looked at it and be like, okay, maybe, you know, I see that nothing happened here or whatever, but usually if someone smashes their phone, in the, in the midst of an argument could be to try and hide certain things, not, not to make you feel worse. I think I'm just calling a spade a spade here. I think that's pretty obvious. Right. But that would bother me too, because you'll never know. You'll just never know. And you want to know what, maybe there's some type of peace in that. Sometimes I wonder like, would I rather never know? I think I would. Um, but also three, four months isn't that long of a time for you to miraculously get over something like that, especially because in the beginning you had the distraction of the wedding and dealing with all of that stuff. And now things have kind of gone just back to normal the way they were before. Um, so I think things probably are just like the shock ha has gone away and, and things are finally settled down. I also would never, ever um, put up with somebody like, be, like, so like you're in this situation, I would never put up with somebody telling, telling you that you need to be over it by a certain amount of time. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely something that's going to linger for a little bit and hopefully you can get over it if that's what you're choosing to try and do. But sometimes you can't, sometimes those things are kind of just like haunting. And, and, you know, when something like that happens, it really, really, you have to put so much work in on both sides for things to go back to the way that they were just in my personal experience when I've had to deal with shit like this. It's just like, you never look at somebody the same way again, but I think the best thing you could do is like, talk to people about it. Talk to your friends, talk to your family about it. Talk to your therapist. If you're going to therapy, you know, see what they think, kind of decompress from it a little bit and then talk to him and, and see, just see how things go for the time being. I don't want to tell you to like jump the gun and like immediately end things because you did just get married and you have a baby with this guy. So certain things happen where 
you know, in other situations, I would say, fuck this, like just move on. But you do have a family with him. So I understand why you're trying to give him the benefit of the doubt and you're trying to see the best in the situation. But I I would imagine that would be really difficult. But just make sure that you're talking about it with people. Um, You're expressing yourself in your relationship. If you're feeling a certain type of way, if you think he's being shady, if you think something suspicious, you don't owe him anything. You don't owe him to not say how you're feeling uh, because it's not irrational. It's it's completely uh, understandable. I think anybody would feel the way that you're feeling. But keep us posted on that. Um, let's see. This one says, why is it hot when men do it? Why is this hot when men do it? Uh-oh. Tell me why it is so sexual and attractive when men are making pottery on that clay spinning wheel. Thank you. Love you, girly. Girl, where the hell do you live? (laughs) I mean, other than Patrick Swayze and Ghost, I've never seen a man do pottery. I've never witnessed that. And is it hot? Yes, because of course that's hot. Because they're focusing, they're using their hands, like the clay or whatever the hell they use for pottery is, you know, all over. It's hot. It's hot. I get it, but I've never witnessed that. And I'm dying to know where you live, where you like regularly see hot men doing pottery. Cause I want to move there. I want to go there. And that's why I love that. And that's why I love you. Okay. You guys just a quick word from our sponsors. This week's secret keepers club is sponsored by Nutrafol. 30 million women experience weakened or thinning hair. Take control of your hair with Nutrafol. Improve hair growth and see less shedding through all stages of life. You'll begin to experience thicker, longer, faster growing hair in just three to six months. I absolutely love Nutrafol. The girlies, the girlies know my hair is growing and the girlies know that, that I, my hair had what we would call a journey and Nutrafol has helped that journey. So I appreciate them very much. And I really, really do love this product. Nutrafol is hundred percent drug free with only natural clinically effective botanical ingredients. It works by targeting the five root causes of thinning that stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Subscribers receive monthly deliveries. So you never miss a dose in a clinical study. 80 of women reported improved hair growth in just six months. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and use promo code SECRET. New customers get $15 off your first month subscription, free shipping on all orders. This is their best offer and only available to U.S. listeners for a very limited time. You can take $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with promo code SECRET. Uh, let's see. Okay. This one says response to Mexican woes, which was the girl last week who had written in saying she was going to a wedding in Mexico. She was nervous about going, uh, from the hotel back to the airport. Uh, hi girly. So funny enough. I'm also traveling alone to Mexico for my brother's wedding and heard the fellow girly on the potty. I was wondering if we were going to the same wedding. Ooh, imagine if you guys are going to the same wedding, that would be honestly so amazing. I want to go Uh, because I'm also not nervous about flying alone, but more the trip to the hotel. And I also set up with the travel agent. But if we're going around the same time, I would love to link up. Okay, so the girly who wrote in last week that's going to Mexico, I'll link you guys up. Email me. Tell me what wedding you guys are going to separately. And then I'll I'll play matchmaker. Uh, Okay. 
This one says roommate's new partner. Hello, kisses to you and the kitties right on the lips. I have annoying roommate situation that I just feel like you'll have a great response for. So I'll get into it. So me and my best friend just moved into a new apartment together. This is our second lease together, second year living together. My roommate, we'll call him Ben, recently got a new boyfriend about two weeks ago who we'll call Paul. Uh, We moved into this new place five days ago. And ever since then, Paul has not left the apartment. Oh, God. Even right now, Ben is at work. I'm leaving for work in an hour and Paul is staying there for the day alone, question mark, question mark, exclamation point. Uh, Paul has said stuff in the past few days. Like, I love our pool. I was thinking about inviting my friends over tonight. I love being here. It feels like I'm on vacation. I'm like, what? I was not aware that this was our pool or that you could invite friends over. He's also peeing with the door open. Oh my God. We have a shared bathroom, which is right outside my room. They're gay men. And I just think that since I'm a girl and they're gay, it doesn't matter. But it just seems like he's a little too comfy for me. He also is a big drinker and drank my entire bottle of tequila in one night, which I had bought myself to make poolside margies throughout the week. Uh, Oh, and one last thing. He ate four slices of pizza that I had ordered. He did replace the bottle of tequila the next day. So I guess it's not a huge deal, but just what the hell. So last night I got really annoyed because I just felt like I haven't had a chance to unwind in my new apartment. Paul and Ben are kind of following me around and begging me to hang out. And I kind of snapped and basically told them, please go find something else to do because I don't want to hang out with them at all. Then Ben in parentheses to refresh our memory. Ben is my roommate slash best friend got salty with me and basically gave me the cold shoulder for the night. Obviously this is something I have to bring up because I have no idea what to say. Uh, To be fair, it is his apartment too, and he pays rent and he has the right to have guests over and do what he wants here. I understand the beginning of a relationship when you just want to be with the person all the time. I guess I'm uncomfortable of him being here 24 seven, like I deserve alone time. I'm also uncomfortable with him helping himself to stuff and calling things hours. Okay, long story short, I'm uncomfortable with his comfort level. How do I bring this up to my roommate? He's easily offended and I am non-confrontational. Sorry, the story is so long. Thank you so much for your advice. Oh, well, first of all, I'm sorry that your move in week or day has been dampered by just a little bit of a little bit of drama. And I think I would feel the same way that you do. You know, it's hard enough living with one person or two people or however many roommates that are splitting an apartment. But to then add in significant others, especially right away and so intense in the beginning, and this guy hasn't left your apartment in five days, it's a bit of a red flag. Part of me, like just by based on him saying like, I love our pool. I love it here so much. I'm like, does he think that he's like one of the roomies? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's under the impression that he's like, actually, that's his house. I don't know because it's pretty wild. Um, like you could just say to your roommate, like, listen, I love you. I love the, I love your boyfriend. This is wonderful. I'm happy for you, but I personally don't feel comfortable with somebody being in the apartment when I'm not home. And when you're not home, um, I think that that's a completely fair ask. What if, what if like he leaves the door open or, and somebody comes in and robs you? What if he like leaves the freaking stove on or the oven on or gets hurt or something like that. It's just too risky. I wouldn't want someone to have access to my space like that when nobody's home kind of monitoring it, especially if this guy is pretty new in your life, right? They haven't been together for five years. You don't know him from a hole in the wall. Like you got to just kind of play it safe and be careful. Um, 
I think that that would give me more peace of mind if I were you, but I think that's a completely understandable ask, um, to say to your roommate also like, Hey, we just moved in. Like I, I want alone time. I want to keep it nice. And I want like this to be like our shared space or wow. I just had a brilliant idea. Why don't you say like, is he going to be splitting the rent since he hasn't left yet? Because if I'm getting a discount, I have no problem with him being here. But if he's going to be here 24 seven, like he's technically a roommate, are we going to be splitting the rent an extra way, you know, and then see what happens? Cause money talks girl, you know, sorry, I hit my jewel. All the girlies on, um, on the Spotify show, uh, called me out on that. I was drinking vino. I was, I was hit, I was hitting my jewel. I just moved in the day before you got to give me a goddamn break. I just had, I, I just started getting Wi-Fi. Okay. This one says moving across the country advice needed, please. Hey, cutie Carly and the world's cutest kitties besides my cat attach photo for proof. Hold on. Let me see her cat. Wait, no, this cat is beautiful. It's not even cute. Like it's literally stunning. Wow. Uh, I live in Southern California and I'm going to be moving to Boston in September. All of my relatives besides my immediate family live on the East coast, mostly in long Island. So I visited a lot, but I've never lived there. I also never lived in a city before. Do you have any advice on me moving city life, using public, public transportation, East coast, weather, et cetera. Thank you. Love you. And this podcast. And then she gives a good, uh, fuck, Mary kill. So I think uh, moving to a city when you've never lived in one before is definitely going to be a bit of a culture shock, but that doesn't mean anything bad. Uh, I think it's just something you'll probably have to adjust to and get used to, especially if you're going to be moving in. Well, actually you're moving in September. So you have a little bit of time before it gets really cold. But if I'm going to talk about the weather, get a, get an expensive down jacket that's going to last you 10 years because you're going to need one if you're living on the East coast in the winter time. Um, like literally get a parka, literally get a, a parka an insulated parka and it'll last you a long time worth every penny. You'll use, you'll use it to death. I don't care if it's ugly cause they're all freaking ugly. You just got to get one. If you're going to be using, if you're going to be walking and using public transportation, you're going to need it. Um, and I think something really helpful is just like using maps on your phone. If you're trying to take the subway, I don't know much about the system in Boston, but, um, Google maps is really, really helpful. It tells you what train to get on going, which way, how many stops to take, et cetera. That's really helpful. Um, and just be careful, be safe. You'll, you'll learn it the more you get used to it. Um, but it's very exciting. Congratulations on that. That's a big move. That's a big damn move. What are you doing with the cat? Because when I tell you that me and my cats took a 15 minute car ride and I thought it was going to be the end of the damn world. I can't imagine taking them to California. Um, okay. This says stinky. Hey, Carly and the fur demons. First of all, I wrote in months ago about a boy that I liked and tried ghosting me and how hard it was dating nowadays. I was so excited when you read my, le read my letter, your perfect angel. Oh, thank you so much. I need your advice. I ended up getting a boyfriend recently. He's perfect. And I've known him for years, everything I could want in someone. But of course there's one thing that is a problem. 
First, we had to get over the sex anxiety. I've had this issue before and you think guys are walking around with a boner 24 seven, but some are really not. I guess guys get nervous uh, or they have to have real feelings in order to get things quote unquote going. Now that we're past that, I have another issue. We have sort of conflicting schedules. So the times that we hang out usually when he's done with work or on the weekends. So he works in kitchens with food and he smells like food. If you dated someone who works in a restaurant, you know the smell. Yes, I know the smell. I also worked in a restaurant for many years, so I know the fucking smell. I know the fucking smell. That smell haunts me. Um, okay. It's so gross and I don't even want to kiss him, let alone bang him when he comes over. I know he hates his job, so I feel bad even saying anything about him being smelly. I don't want to make it even worse. He's so sweet and sensitive, but I don't want to hurt his feelings and it's really affecting my sex drive with him. I'm so attracted to him, but I just can't with the smell. He's taken showers after work at my house and definitely knows it's a thing. What would you do? How do I tell my little chef any of this? Uh, Thank you so much. Love you so much. Oh, I love you too. Girl, you just got to tell him, like, go in the shower before you, before you, like, sit on my couch or come in my, you know, like, you don't have to, it's not like a mean thing. Like, hey, do you want to just jump in the shower when you get out of work? Like, there's no way that someone could, like, come home from working all day in a restaurant and expect, like, to just, like, be hooking up. It's, first of all, must be so uncomfortable for them. Um, And if you work in a restaurant, you know this, like, listen, I've done it. It's like, you know, that you smell like that. There's no, it's not a question. It's like, Oh wait, do I smell it? Like, yeah, girly. It's it's a restaurant smell, but there's no way he would just come like home and expect like to hook up and like that you would find that smell sexy. There's just no way. So you should just say to him, like, would you mind? That's all. I don't want to hurt your feelings, but like, would you mind? you're nicer than me, girl. I dated a guy that like never, ever wore deodorant. Cause he was like some type of freak hippie and he, his armpits were unreal. And once I like went, whoa, and he was like, it's, it's bad. I was like, it's fucking bad. So you're way nicer than me. Cause I would scream. I would scream. Um, but I get it. And he laughed. Like we laughed about it. We weren't like, I wasn't being mean, mean, but listen, if it were me, I would want someone to tell me if I like smelled bad. Uh, okay. So this one says embarrassing turns into a zaddy moment. Okay. We love a zaddy moment. Hey, Carly, love you and the kitty boo-boos. Love you so much. I'm a huge fan. Oh, thank you so much. I have something to share with you. That is the actual peak of embarrassment using Coinstar. Yes. We talked about Coinstar like a month ago. Um, let's see, I'm moving to a city. So I decided to cash in all my coins because I had to get rid of them. Wouldn't you know, I had to drive up to stop and shop, get out of my car, look through the window and see that the machine was out of order. Why did I know that that would happen better than going in with a bag of change and finding out and having to leave and walk out. So I Google other coin stars and I go to Western beef. Oh God. Listen, I know that Western beef is very popular and there's like a few kind of near me in Brooklyn, but like the way I would never step into a store called Western beef, I don't, and you guys know I'm not bourgeois like that, but like the fact that it is called Western beef is insane. Not them calling it Western beef and not you guys shopping there. 
because someone has to be shopping there. It's just like the most unappealing name for a fucking grocery store or anything that I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> What's so crazy is I know I'm going to get emails of slander from people who are our Western beef number one fans. They're going to be like, don't talk shit about Western beef. You're not too good for Western beef. Not the freaking beefy girls hitting me up. Okay. So she goes to, let's see, she goes to Western beef. This one is out of order too. There's a friendly and hot mid fifties manager, total zaddy greets me and said, and I say, do you know any of any other coin star machines in the area besides the one at stop and shop? He says, hold on, proceeds to get the keys and test out the machine for me and told me that it's just not accepting quarters, but I can dump everything else. I agreed. And before I could go through my change, he says, hold on and runs to the back of the store, comes out with a Ziploc bag and gloves. <gasps> so my hands wouldn't get dirty. I literally died at 9 a.m. on a Monday. What a freaking gentleman. Am I right? Yes. Very gentleman. Very hot. Anywho, so I was semi embarrassed. <laughs> uh, all I could do was think about how I couldn't wait to tell you the story. Anyway, using Coinstar is so embarrassing, but this little gem of a man made it so much more bearable and fun. Love you. And tell the kids I say hi so much. Oh, I love you too. That is very cute. That's like a very good meet cute to meet a guy at a coin star machine. Ooh, how much money did you get? I actually have a piggy bank that I had for like literally since I was in high school and it's full of coins. And when I was moving, my mom picked it up and was like, this weighs 15 pounds. And I was like, I've never gone to the coin star machine. I'm like, it's actually full. Like the way that there's $1 million in that piggy bank in pennies. I just can't bring myself to go to the damn coin star machine. I have to go. I have to go. What do you guys do with your change? Like it's insane how much change accumulates. Um, but yeah. Maybe I'll go to the freaking Coinstar machine and meet a guy. Actually, the last time we talked about Coinstar, my friend Ross told me that Coinstar, hi Ross, I know you're listening. My girly, I love you so much. Um, told me that Coinstar has the capability of like counting the change very, very quickly, but they make it go slower and like tally it on the screen so that people don't just like accuse the machine of stealing. But isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Did I tell you guys that story when Ross told me? Kind of amazing. Um, okay. Okay, this one says, update on dry hands, callous man with a fuck, Mary kill. Hi, Carly, the kitties and the girlies and the, des the designated straight men. Uh, love y'all. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for the potty. Got me through the worst ever heartbreak. Oh, I'm so sorry of my whole little life. I love and live and all these amazing people in the chat. I stay up till 2 a.m. Sweden time, you know, <gasps> every Thursday just to catch you. Oh my God. Yes, it's it's my girl. You know who it is. If, if you've been on the Spotify, you know who it is. I can't say her name here, but she's a damn celebrity in the Spotify chat. Uh, so this is an update on what I thought was a date after... An hour, he told me, well, I'm dating someone, you silly goose. Oh, my God. Uh, like, I should have already known that. This man and I have been eye-fucking each other for the last four months in our university library. I reached out to his girlfriend to let her know what's been going on, that I've been texting her boyfriend for some time, and he came over to my place for drinks the other night, and that's when I found out about her. She said if he's going to be a whore, then I could have him. Ooh! 
do you guys know this story? Okay. So the story is that we, she had mentioned it in the Spotify chat that she's been, you know, kind of flirting back and forth with this guy. He came over her house and he mentioned that he had a girlfriend and we were like, well, what should, what's a girly to do? Uh, she says, hot girl boss, queen shit. Obviously, I don't want him either way because he'll probably just do the same thing to me. Not that this guy is not this guy losing two cutie girls because he can't just pick one. Even though he has calluses, uh, he is going to jail. I agree. He's going to jail for that, for hurting the girlies. Come visit Sweden soon. Oh my God, I would love to go to Sweden. I'd love to be your tour guide and take you around and you could share the couch with my cat. I attach a video of her climbing a tiny mountain. Hold on. I want to see the picture. <gasps> Wait, this cat is the cutest cat I've ever seen. The way this cat looks like Garfield, but cuter. <gasps> Stop. It's the fluffiest cat I've ever seen. No, because I'm crying and throwing up and now I'm booking a trip to Sweden. I'm booking a damn trip to Sweden. Wow. Well, honestly, I'm glad that that's all sorted out. We can't give these guys the time of day, girls. You can't give a guy like that the time of day. Also, I love that he like waited till he got to your house to be like, oh yeah, by the way, I have a girlfriend. You silly goose. Huh? Um, okay. Let's see. Okay. This other one says, oh, wait, I read that one already about the Mexico, about the Mexico wedding. There's another one that I just had up. Okay, here we go. Embarrassing Chipotle incident. What? Not a Chipotle. Hey, girly, I had to send this email stat when this happened to me. I feel like I've never had an embarrassing moment worthy enough to write an email in, but this is just so worthy. So bear with me. Hold on. There's okay. So bear with me. It's long, but it's worth it. Also, this email is not long. Just FYI. Today I was at Chipotle getting my usual two bowls for my boyfriend and I, which of course consists of both double protein and all the salsas and toppings. So these bowls were pretty hefty. As I pay and I go to leave in the middle of the road parking lot, hold on, to leave, I'm in the middle of the road in the parking lot and the bag starts leaking heavily and the bowls fall to the bottom and get all over me and all over the road. Oh my God, that's humiliating. Of course, someone in a car parked is watching and does nothing. A pest control truck guy asked if I needed help. Honestly, that's hot. Oh my God, so embarrassing. Then not me going back into Chipotle. Uh, helpless with my mess of two bowls all open. The girl looks at me in pity and gives me new bowls. Now the ice... <laughs> The ice on the top of the fucking Sunday, the person that was in the car and watched the whole thing starts clapping as I walk out and says, yay. No, that's humiliating. I would die. No, I would die. I would never, I would leave. I would leave the country after that. Not them watching you struggle. Not them watching you struggle. Oh my God, girl. That is so damn funny. Uh, okay. Let's do these fuck, Mary kills. So there were two, um, actually keeping going with Chipotle, Chipotle's in one of them. Uh, okay. Fuck, Mary kill on the border, Taco Bell and Chipotle. I don't know on the border, so I'm killing it because I've never met it. Uh, I'm sure it's good. Tell me where to find one. I will go. Uh, okay. And then I'm marrying Taco Bell and I'm killing, uh, no, I'm fucking Chipotle because 
Taco Bell is better than Chipotle. It's really just that simple. I know it's just way more of like a fast food chain and less fresh and less, you know, like I guess you would consider out of the two of them less healthy, but I like it so much better. It's exceptional. You know, I do have more of a refined, sophisticated palate. And I will say Taco Bell is some of the best food I've ever had <laughs> in, my, in my damn life. So, and then I'm fucking Chipotle because who, who doesn't hate, who doesn't love a little Chipotle every once in a while? And here we go. Uh, fuck, Mary kill, embarrassing edition. Number one, having a very obnoxious piece of food in your teeth. Number two, speaking too loud in a restaurant and everyone is looking at you, but you don't realize, oh my God, that's humiliating. Uh, and number three, walking around all day in public with your pants zipper down. I'm killing speaking too loud in a restaurant and everyone is looking at you, but you don't realize that's honestly like, I have nightmares about that. Or when you're in the middle of saying something and it's always like the spiciest part of your story and the music in the restaurant turns off and everyone's literally completely silent. Hate that. So killing that, I guess I'm marrying walking around with your zipper down because if I had to marry either that or having food in my teeth, I'd rather my zipper be down. And I'm fucking, I guess, having a piece of food in my teeth, which is so unfortunate. Whoever I'm out with, I tell them like, literally get it out for me. Like if there's something in my teeth, like literally get it. Don't tell me to get it. You get it because you see it. I don't care what you have to do. I don't care if you literally put a fork in my mouth and, and get it out or a knife. Um, but anywho, you guys, that's this week's episode. Love you so much. Thanks for tuning in. So happy to have you here. You can tune in live on Spotify, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific for Confessions with Carly. Join the chat on the Spotify live app. And again, I, lo I love you. I'm so glad you were here. Um, thanks for bearing with me while I have no furniture. So there's definitely an echo in here. But I'm getting to bed tomorrow. My bed should come in the mail. Um, and that's it. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. Bye.